What is CalPERS? CalPERS, isn't that what you call like the, the fucking pinchy things? What pinchy things? The pinchy What's things. <laughs> the pinchy things. You can make the fucking sign of someone of pinching all you want. The CalPERS, EJ. What is a CalPER? That's what they are. That's what what are. And if you fucking say pinchy things, I'm walking away. <laughs> joining us for the very first time this is icon or wycon the show where we break down your very favorite film universes one film at a time i am andrew david sotomayor and i am here with the mystic wizard to my staff that sounded vile mr cj laroche Wow. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to Icon or Wycon. It has finally taken that last turn that we've all been so fearful for for the last, uh, I don't know, 25, 30 episodes. Um, but I guess here I am. I'm the wizard. And uh, Andrew, you're on staff. So thank you for having me today. And um, I'm, I'm excited to be here and I'm excited to talk about this week's film. What film are we talking about, good sir? Captain Marvel. Oh, well, maybe in another life. Yeah, Captain Marvel. Did you know, Andrew? Well, you did. Yes, I did. Did you know, everyone listening, that Shazam (laughs) was actually first called Captain Marvel? Indeed. That was the name of the Captain Marvel who got his powers from Shazam. Are you going to say it like that the whole episode? I just want to I know thinking, now. Do you know, do you think that I could sustain it? I, I, I do think that you couldn't. That's why I'm concerned. <laughs> okay. I won't. I'm going to do it one more time and then that'll be it. Okay. But don't tell me when. Just like surprise me. I with won't. It. Yeah. Definitely thank not. you. Yep. You're waiting for me to do it. I am. I am. I am. I'm so grounded, but you're not doing it right now. Yeah, we're going to talk about Shazam. Uh, That is a messy backstory to this character. It's it's one of the one of the most interesting comic book property legal battles to ensue because it's about absolutely. It's really about the similarity. They felt that Captain Marvel was too similar to another property. Superman. Yeah. Yeah. And he is. We're talking about and, – and at the end of the day with the Captain Marvel and then Marvel getting involved and we're talking about three comic book companies, uh, whatever DC used to be called, Fawcett Comics, who developed Shazam uh, or Captain Marvel uh, and then you know Marvel Comics uh, from the great Stan Lee. Stan Lee. Stan Lee. God rest. Yeah, it's just fascinating how it ended up and then and then Captain Marvel ends up being a Marvel property and the storyline for Captain Marvel ends up staying with DC as Shazam. Right. No, not to be confused the- not to be confused with the seventies cartoon, Shazan, where they also have to say the name, Something. but it's with the ring. Right. Yeah, no, it's very it's very confusing. Also, like Shazam is essentially Superman. Like the powers are it's basically exactly the, the same. same. It's that's I understand why the lawsuit was filed, because it is yeah. a ripoff. Yeah, no question. Yeah. But it granted he has his own life and his own life has led to this film. And this film was actually a treat. Super good. Yeah. Super good. <laughs> like, like I, I really, I really like it. Um, and I'm glad you liked it too. Uh, I let, really liked it. Yeah. Let's dive in, shall we? Totally. So we have this 1974 backplot of uh, Thaddeus Sivana, and yep. Yep. and he gets taken to this wizardly realm. And they, yep, the um, what is it called? It's called the something, the something stone or the rock of eternity, uh, the rock of eternity. Yeah. Sly and the family rock of eternity. Yeah. And uh, and, you know, he makes the wrong choice. And, and the thing is, though, and this is the well, he doesn't make the wrong choice, Andrew. He gets tempted by the seven deadly sins, just like every single kid that has, in person, maybe adult, too, that has gone in there before. Yeah. Like, no one's won. No yeah. one's passed the test. It's been years. And 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 poor Shazam is just ancient at this point. All he's of his tired. brothers and sisters have been annihilated, and he's it's that only his tired. power keeping these demons at bay, these sins yeah. rather at bay. So yeah. long story short, Savannah wages this whole campaign to try and get back. Yeah. And uh and 
Shazam sends the Seeker spell out to just find somebody all through time. And then we get to the present day. We meet young Billy Batson. Um, this, these two, these two kids are spectacular actors. Man, they did such a great job in this movie. We're talking about Billy and Freddie. Billy and Freddie. Well, all the kids are great, but Billy and Freddie really helmed the movie well. Yeah, no, no question. Jake Dylan Grazer, who plays Freddie Freeman, not the uh, Atlanta ba- Atlanta Braves first baseman, wouldn't have Freddie confused Freeman. the two. Well, someone may have Andrew. You know, when they first saw the movie and heard the word Freddie Freeman, they may have started thinking about number five for Atlanta. So the anyway, only number five I think about is Johnny Five because he's alive. He is alive. Mm-hmm. He is alive. I actually babysat for Ali Sheedy's kids once. What? There you go. We'll talk about uh, this on I the break. I met Lauren Bacall's granddaughter. I had her in camp as well. Listen, we don't talk enough. Somehow we don't talk enough. How do I not Somehow know these things? Somehow there are things about me that you don't know, including what happened during today's workout. You should ask Lena about that. <laughs> but anyway, uh, J.D. Grazer, uh, who plays Freddie Freeman, he is outstanding in He's this film. So, Looking so good. Looking for big things from you going forward, Mr. Glazer. Yeah. He's fantastic. So anyway, as a child, Thaddeus was considered unworthy. So now he's trying to get back. And uh, this stresses Shazam out. Thaddeus gets back as an adult. Shazam yep. has to send his power out to find these kids. And yep. he finds he finds Billy Batson because Billy defended Freddy, which is a very sweet scene because Billy's not participating in the family thing until he sees Freddy getting his ass kicked. And then he takes the uh, crutch and just beats these older kids down yeah for those of you who haven't seen the film why are you listening to this exactly spoiler alert i, I told spoiler you i'm not alert. doing it i'm not participating Shazam, the last <laughs> jedi uh so jd Gla- grazer's uh it's grazer not glazer i said glazer also another football name glazer anyway uh his character is differently abled uh so yes. he gets run over not run over but like grazed he gets grazered oh by God. two bullies in a truck. Uh, and if you notice at the front of the truck, it, it's a Ford truck, but they've changed the grill probably because Ford, like, maybe were like, we can sponsor the movie. And they're like, oh, my God, we hit the, the, the child. Yeah. yeah, can't do that. Uh, but then, yeah, but then uh, Billy Batson comes to his aid um, and that deems him worthy. But I, I would argue that it doesn't actually deem him worthy. I think Shazam's just out of time. Shazam's desperate and he needs somebody yeah. young to really manifest this power. Yeah, for sure. So this begs my first question to you that I want to bring up to you. I'm not really sure how these power rules work. And I feel like it's not quite clear. And I feel like the movie does a very good job of of further muddying it as the movie goes along. Oh, really? That's interesting. Tell me how. So we're supposed to assume that Shazam has embodied he's absorbed the powers of all seven gods and demigods right uh s-h-a is six the wisdom of solomon the strength of hercules the courage of achilles the something of someone zeus the strength of zeus no the power of zeus power of zeus uh some uh, wait there's another there's a second a yeah and the speed of mercury and the speed of mercury and there's a second who's the second a is it athena could be Athena. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Athena. Yeah, so it's the six, the, the six, you know, the essentially. Six, uh, that's right, because there's five brothers and sisters. Gods. So, yeah. Right. So he's he's taken on all Although this power. I would argue power. Achilles isn't a god. No. Nope. And neither but, is Hercules. Or Mercury. Hercules, Hercules. No, Mercury has the blood of a god in him. Yep. So, like, here's my thing. So if, if the theory is that Shazam has taken on all of these powers that – at once we're split amongst his brothers and sisters. Yep. He's taken on all these powers. Yes. He gives all of these powers to Billy. Yep. And when Billy says his name, he manifests all of these attributes, right? That's right. Much yep. like Savannah manifests the attributes of the seven deadly sins. Right. Right. The seven deadly CGI characters. Yeah. So, which are actually quite threatening. They look pretty scary. Yeah. I just wish that their mouths moved when they talked. Their mouths did not move, and I thought that was so weird. Their mouths don't move when they talk. You know, What's I'd, going on there, Sandberg? I would bet money that it's a uh, room to let DC rewrite what they're saying. Fucking DC, man. I know, I know, because th- that seems like a good compromise because those demons were actually very, very scary 
compared to that soft-faced Steppenwolf we got in Justice League. I can't. Right. Yeah. Well, kids – I mean kids left the theater famously. Like, yeah. Kids went running out of the theater during that boardroom scene, which I thought was tight. <laughs> it was dope. It was so good. Yeah. So, okay. So here's my question about the powers to get us back on track. So you have Savannah, Seven Deadly Sins. You have Billy, all of the Shazams. Shazams. Yep. Right? And so when Billy splits up the power among the brothers and sisters – Yeah. Wouldn't that make him weaker? No, they're, no all, they're all that powerful. They're all Shazam, yeah. No, they're, I see where you're going with this. Yeah. No, they are all Shazam. They because all have all of those powers. Because when we split up the sins, it weakens Savannah. No, when the sins leave his body. Okay. Because I don't believe that the Shazam and the seven D and the, and the seven Ds work the same way. <laughs> the seven Ds. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm talking about the seven Ds. Okay, not the seven Ds. <laughs> I don't think those work the same way. I think that they possess Savannah okay. and give him the power. I think that Shazam's power is centrally located. Is the power. It's related yeah. to the stone. It, it, yeah, it's like it, it's like Billy becomes Shazam. Savannah drinks the seven deadly sins. Okay, 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 okay. I'll get on board with this. But here, let me raise my second issue with you. Are you ready for this? No, I just need one second. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, all right. So if that's the case, then is holding the seven powers what is weakening Shazam? Is he not a god? Why is he ancient and withered? Will Billy become ancient and withered? Because right now Billy turns from 14 to 32. Right. We got to we got to look at we got to look at the lifespan here, man. I mean, you're talking about Black Adam, right? Like that was the guy that fucked everything up. We assume. We assume that that was the Shazam mistake that they all made. Yeah. That was generations ago, okay? This guy is old as fuck, right? So like eventually, yes, eventually that will happen. Um, You know, that leads to a bigger issue of like they get to go and hang out at at the, the, the orphan house and leave that chamber. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So like that that's a little bit of an inconsistency as well. Um but no, I think that eventually they will all wither and and die the same way that Shazam did. Shazam. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, I I just think it's a fun romp. I think Mark Strong did a fantastic job as Savannah. Mark Strong did a great job. They gave a a good villain backstory which you sort of touched on in the beginning. <clears throat> um I, I, yeah, it's hard because it is kind of a one-note thing, right? A villain yeah. in a comic book movie. But I think you're right. Yeah, I think reviews were mixed on Mark Strong. He did such a great job. But I think he did a great job too, yeah. I think it's layered enough. I think that with the backstory is kind of the – excuse me. <clears throat> the anchor of it, it, it really works well. Um, Let's talk about speaking of backstory. Let's talk about Billy and uh, Billy's quest for belonging. Because I had an interesting conversation the other day with a screenwriter, and uh, we were having a discussion about Man of Steel, and I was arguing that the central conflict of Man of Steel is a quest for belonging, and the central conflict for this movie is not a quest for belonging, but it is a strong facet of the character development, right? So. Billy's quest for belonging, which is another strange Superman parallel, but I I love him looking for his mother and how that pays off. I love how we see the scene from his memory, and then when we see the scene from her memory, she's not as involved. Yeah, Yeah, she sucks. She's wearing black gloves. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's a bit of a different experience, and um, it's heartbreaking when he finally finds her. And and it's a oh totally when he's walking across that bridge and like over the train tracks. Like nice, there was some nice symbolism there of the other side of the tracks, not always greener, right on the yeah. other side of the street. Uh, and he's walking into the 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 government housing. Uh, you're like, oh, this is this is not going to go well. Um, I'm not really a fan of the abusive man cliche. Yeah, like I think that I think that that scene could have worked, and that fall from grace, at least in Billy's mind, could have been just as effective without her having some kind of like anchor inside of the apartment yeah. um, but all in all all in all the scene the weight of the scene was terrific um and then 
you know, right after that, he goes up to the roof and we get the DC frame that we haven't really talked about yet. Um, and it, it wasn't until watching this that it hit me. Like all of these movies, there's a point in the movie where they are shot, where the hero is shot from behind. Yeah, absolutely. Not shot with a gun, but there's a camera and I'm going to call it the DC frame yeah. going forward. That shot um, is gorgeous. And I said that to Bart as soon as we watched it. I was like, the shot's fucking beautiful. beautiful, man. Yeah. Oh my God. And then when he like, you know, cause earlier when he's trying to fly, he's sort of unsure of himself. But now he knows, he knows who his real family is. He knows who the people are behind him. And he knows I'm going to jump off of this roof and just yell Shazam. I'm going to get struck in lightning and then be able to fly. And that was a really powerful moment. I welled. Yeah, I, I did too. No, there, there's a lot of really moving moments. And um, seeing Billy slowly accept that this is his family and the way that each sibling except for Pedro teaches him that that's his family. Like, they all give him a lesson. Pedro's shockingly quiet, but also Pedro, Super Pedro becomes uh, one of my favorite, favorite Latin actors. I think he's so yeah. underrated. I think he's so handsome. I'd never seen him with that full-on beard before, so I was like, yes, DJ Catrona, come on. Yeah. Love he's, him. He's in right that. I think all of, those adults, all of those adults do a great job. Well, and what's funny is they cast people that you kind of know, Yeah, which was very funny. Exactly. Like, Adam Brody is Freddy, of course. It's right. It's really good. Side note, do you confuse Zach Levi and Zach Braff? Never. Not once. Really? No, because I know Zach Braff is that idiot from Garden State and the, the Scrubs show. Okay. I say idiot with all of the love in my heart. <laughs> I know. That was pretty charged. Yeah. So I love the family stuff. Uh, speaking of the family now. No, I, the, family, the family stuff. I'm sorry to interrupt you. I'm okay, not sorry. Okay. But You're I'm, not. But the, the whole – all of those scenes – Oh, with God. the family. I mean, that's what makes this movie. That's what? what makes you care. And again, we have character. We have if you develop a character and you put them in real situations that an audience can either either relate to or think that they should. Yeah. Uh, and those parents do such an amazing job of of just putting you there inside of that experience. And it's just it's absolutely wonderful the way you care about each and every one of those characters uh, it leads up to the ending not feeling heavy. Right? Yes. You're not uh, 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 bloated. Yes. Right? Because you care and you're there and you're involved and you're invested. Absolutely. So now I, the ending is spectacular. I love the parents. I think the parents are beautiful. I think that yes, scene such a great job. When, when he calls her mom at the end and she like takes that in like because yeah. all she wanted him was to feel like he felt they, they truly love these kids. No and they question. have such a heart for taking in kids, like yeah. because like they're and they're great. Their dynamic is great. I live for the diversity within the household. Yep. I love it. I thought it was gorgeous, and I thought it was super well acted. Darla is a little scene stealer. Darla's amazing. She's incredible. Um, all of them, all of them did such a great job. So now I have this thing. We we spend a good bit of the movie with Freddie running tests on Shazam. Yeah. Uh, trying to see not the extent unlike of what powers. happened in the comics. Right? Not unlike what happened in the comics. So now at the end, when he shares his powers with them, the other five of them kind of figure it out in the moment. Yep. Why? Wait, they kind of figure out how to be superheroes in the moment. Yeah. You well, ready? Yeah. You're not going to like the answer. You're going to say because movie, aren't you? Because reasons. Because reasons. Oh. Yeah. I was afraid you were going to say that. I really wanted some like larger excuse, but I was just like, this is my second time watching this movie. And I was just like, nope, they really don't get into it. Just like, they don't need we the training. We don't tra- have time. They don't need the training sesh. There's, there's we don't have time. deadly sins. They're going to fight. Yeah. Maybe that's why they're not doing a great job. I mean, it's shit or get off the pod at that yeah. point, right? Well, and and I will I will justify it. I hate to be a well actually guy. That's something I learned from that screenwriter I chatted with. He's like, you can pretty much well actually anything in a comic book movie, but like you shouldn't yes. have to. And well, actually, his powers always did manifest as a reflex. Yeah, he failed when sure. he was trying to use them. When yep. he was reflexively using them, they always worked. So fight I, or fight. I can well actually that the kids knew what to do. She knew how to run and save those people and, and catch her from the uh, Ferris wheel and whatnot. So, yeah. okay. The well, actually um, philosophy of screenwriting was actually born out of the, well, not exactly. Not exactly. <laughs> school of screenwriting. So thank you, Jake Lloyd. Yeah. 
And George Lucas. Where, wherever you are. Wherever you may be. So here's my other question. These parents are so invested and so involved. Yes. And they, they care so much that they hop in a car to look for Billy when he runs away and leave their other children there completely vulnerable to Savannah, right? Right. Well, they didn't know about Savannah. They didn't know about Savannah. No, they didn't. They didn't know there was a supervillain afoot, but they did just leave those kids there. But those kids are fine. Like, you know, they're going to look for Billy. I can respect that. Now, did those children tell their parents where Billy was going? Yes. So they knew to go to C.C. Batson's place. Wait. They must have. Yeah. Right? So right. We've, got a, we've got an inconsistency because they're driving and he was on foot or by, by a train. So Yeah. They should have uh, beaten him there. Yeah. Unless he flew as Shazam, which I can well actually away. Now, here's the thing. So they get to CC Bloom's place and <laughs> – a <laughs> little Beach's reference for you. Thank you. So CC tells them, no, Billy's not here. They go right back home. All their kids are gone. Yeah. They are not looking for their children for this whole thing while the superhero fight is happening. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. Of course they are. Okay. But we just don't they see just, them. They do, yeah, they just didn't go to Thrilladelphia. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Honestly, like, other than that, those are like my nitpicky things. I actually really like the movie. I thought, yeah. I thought, it, was, I thought it was a real, real success. I thought they teased at some great things. Uh, that Superman cameo broke my spirit. Yeah, it wasn't a Superman cameo. That was Zach Levi's stunt double in a Superman costume. Yeah, and it was in a brightly colored, shitty Joss Whedon Justice League Superman costume. Shitty is what? He fucking looked like he was wearing aqua blue latex. God, it was terrible. It looked bad, and like... the I did like going back, though, for a minute before they go into... Um, to find that what is it the element of of stone what's that place called uh it is the, the oh shit i just had the, it the rock of freedom it is <laughs> it's the rock of eternity not the rock the of rock, freedom <laughs> the rock of eternity uh freedom rock uh you notice that what's her butt who gets the super speed darla she's like the slowest to get ready yeah she is they come back in she's like not even got her coat on yet yeah yeah. Also, early they go to Fawcett High School. Uh huh. Fawcett Comics was the comic book that created Shazam. Uh, I, I I thought there was only going to be one more. There's been like three since, yeah. since the agreed upon one. Oh, did we agree or did I declare? Because when I declare, I can always change because I can amend what I said. Not you unlike know, the Constitution of the United States, and not unlike the executives at WB Pictures that keep retconning what this narrative <laughs> is. There we go. That thing is there muddy at this point, right? So, like, Shazam definitely belongs to the same universe as Justice League. That's what they want us to believe, yes? Well, absolutely, because there's a Superman bullet and there's a Batman harpoon thing and Batarang. there's all those – It's not Batarang, a har- Batarang. It's a harpoon thing and there's all those <laughs> newspapers on the wall. Yeah, yeah. And and Wonder Woman is, like, going to prom with him, the cartoon yeah. at the end. Oh, yeah, no, the, car- the, the drawings at the end, yeah, from yeah. Billy's perspective or Freddy's perspective. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So John def- Glover does a great job in this film. John Glover, famously Lionel Luther from Smallville. Yep. Forever in he's, my heart, he's Lionel Luther. He's great. And also the villain in Gremlins 2. He is the villain in Gremlins well, I guess too. the Gremlins are the villain in Gremlins 2. No, he's definitely the villain. The Gremlins are kind of the hero of Gremlins 2. Yeah, sure. Yeah, Gremlins 2 is a straight comedy. It's great. I digress. One more thing about the narrative structure of this film, right? So we have... Sivana, from a child, we follow him. Yep. And we try to understand who he is. Yeah. But he pretty clear. readily sacrifices that... The director's wife. Yeah. Readily sacrifices her to get what he wants. So, like, we never really see him turn into a villain. He's like a, a child that has a shitty dad right. and we're brother. S- and then we yeah, come we're back supposed to be like... like- it's your fault. This is your fault. Now I'm evil. Yeah. So they, they give us kind of a breath to identify him, with him and then and then we just can't because he's just evil. Like he kills right. that woman. He doesn't yeah, kill her, I but do. he lets magic kill her. Yeah. He knows maybe that she – that could happen. 
Uh, he doesn't really have any frame of reference, though, but he doesn't try to stop it once it starts. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. There's the one moment when they're in, um, when they're at the, oh, fuck, the Quartz of Inspiration. What the, what is it called? <laughs> the Rock of Eternity? The Rock of Eternity, when Shazam is like, dude, I don't think these, these seven deadly sins have your best interests at heart. Yeah. You know, there's a moment there that I think they missed it. I think they missed an opportunity to, like, give us a little bit more, you know, character. Yeah, because as much... Less of a 1D sort of villain character. Yeah, as, as much fun as he was, and Mark Strong is just so great and so handsome in everything he does. Um, it, it's just like it kind of just kind of lays there once he becomes Sivana, you know? Yeah, now he's just... Uh, you know, he's the bad generic guy. Generic villain. Yeah. yeah, he's the bad guy, and they did. It's it's weird because they start out like we're going to get it, but that's all they give us, really. Right. Like I could have used one more flashback. Where where or a scene in or a scene in in you know modern times where he is at least struggling with, you know what he's doing. I mean, there there is. I don't know when you get that like singular focus. You know, I think maybe when he went into the the rock in a hard place. He wasn't trying to, <laughs> you know, think maybe he didn't go in there thinking he was going to be the seven D guy. Maybe he thought, you know, this is maybe Shazam will give me one more try. No, no, because his whole no, speech was like, right, you were right. He's like, you were yeah. right. I had, there is no good in me. That's true. Yeah. He went, he went straight. He went straight for the dark. Yeah. He went, went straight for it. It's so weird. And and the, the weird uh, gargoyles that their mouths don't move when they speak. It's so creepy. Their mouths don't move. They don't move. Which is strange. And also, like, you know, we've got we've got Mr. Mind there who escapes somehow, the little worm guy. Right? So fun. Sh- it's so fun Shazam, though. Shazam villain. Yeah, but why are we why do we want to keep the seven deadly sins in this room? Like, shouldn't we just kill them? Yeah. I don't think they can. Is it is it like a um a hive thing with Agents of Shield? Which you don't watch. Which I don't watch. No, do you know what it is? I, I think it's a I think it's a balance thing because I think the evil has to exist and the good has to exist to contain it. Because the are whole you, Are you saying the dark rises and light to meet it? I am. No, that's the thing. Because I feel like even though they don't say it in this movie, uh you notice they're never out to destroy Shazam. They're out to absorb his power. That's true. They're out to change the balance of things. And so Shazam never sought to destroy the evil because he can't change the balance. If he changes the balance, he becomes evil. Yeah. Bring back the balance like I did, Ray. Oh, my God. Don't even get me started. We've already thought about this movie. Bring back the balance like I did, Ray, and like Disney Plus did for me with the Obi-Wan series. Oh, I guess. What's that going to look like? I don't know, man. I'm, 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 you know, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. Like Hayden Christensen, for all of the sand and the mom stuff, like he's he's our he's he's Anakin Skywalker. He's what we know in real life as Anakin Skywalker. I'm digressing. You, you, digressing. you are, you are. But I will speak to that just one, just for a brief moment, because like I feel like give Hayden Christensen a, a titch more experience and a better script and watch him fly. Like watch him fly. He yeah, was no, like, I can't wait to see what he does with the new Obi-Wan series. He like, was I, both I, young and did not have solid material to work with, nor yeah. a set that he could see. Like it was an impossible yeah. circumstance for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Shazam. I don't like sand. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so the final thing that I want to bring up about this movie is do we need to see Savannah again? Like, I, I, I'm not sure I needed that teaser at the end of this movie. Well, who else is Mr. Mind going to talk to that we know? But also, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's again, it's DC, man. They don't, they're trying to marvel it up, but they don't know what they're doing. Yeah. This was right. The- like we, we full on introduced Wanda and Pietro at the end of winter soldier. Yeah. You know, I think yeah. I think it was Winter Soldier. No, 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 it was Ultron. They were heavily involved in Ultron. No, I'm saying the post-credit scene. Oh yeah, a Winter Soldier. With I them. think yeah. of Winter Soldier, right? Was yep. we introduced two fucking characters? Yeah. You know, and I think DC is like, well, we better give them something they know. Like you could have had, I would have taken Mister Mind, like you know, tooling around Citizens Bank Park in Philadelphia. Like, yeah, I'm just chilling. Okay, yeah, I know who that is. But they're like, like we have to if I don't know. Yeah, if I don't know who that is, I'll be like, well, that I think that was the worm guy, right? In the at the Rock of Eternity. Yeah. 
You know, so yeah, that's it's, that's just DC being not the best. Yeah, they'll get it together though. I'm I'm convinced. I'm convinced that they're gonna get it together. I'm, well, is Ben Affleck out? Like he's quit, right? Like he's <sighs> not coming back. We'll talk more about this next week. Okay, great. Yeah, I'm excited. We should take a break. Big. We should take a break, but this is a big week for it's, stuff. It's a big week. We got Snyder Cut coming out on the 18th. We got Falcon and the Winter Soldiers premiering on Disney Plus on the 19th. CJ, Stuff is happening. CJ, baby us waited a long time for this week. They Wow. They sure did. And yeah. they, were, they were stuffing themselves with fucking Twinkies and Elio's Pizza getting ready. Prepped. Let's take a break. <laughs> you know, CJ, I love that we have such a litany of episodes to share with our listeners. Litany, that's a great word, Andrew. I'm glad that you said that word because it makes me think of the litany of social media options that exist in the world today. Oh, look at you riffing off of me. That's fantastic. Uh, I feel like we have a wholly underutilized Instagram and Twitter that we should be engaging with our listeners on. I would like to Instagram and Twitter with our listeners. So this is going to be the at iconorycon on Twitter, at iconorycon on Instagram and coming soon, Icon or Ycon, the YouTube channel. So please, folks, comment, subscribe, let us know what we're doing well. It can't be that much to write. Let us know what we're doing poorly, and it'll make you feel like you can practice your grammar. Oh, I love that. I love that. And punctuation. Absolutely, because there's going to be a lot of sentences when it comes to giving us notes. But seriously, folks, we want to hear from you. Don't be shy. Get involved. Engage. And we'll keep bringing you the best of the film universes that there are. I love that. Back to the show. And we're back. We are back. That was an extended break and we had all of the technical difficulties. So if you're noticing a different sound, sorry. Yeah, but not too sorry because you still get to enjoy an afternoon, an evening, a morning with us and our dulcet tones. A workout, a bathroom break. That's a long bathroom break if you're listening to this on it. But I won't judge you. I'll take the listener. We've all been there. Yeah, we have. We have. Oh, I'm there regularly. Three times a day even. (laughs) Sharing a little way too much. So, uh, you know what, CJ? I got to be honest with you. We were talking about Shazam. It was a bit of a love fest. We got distracted. We had time for tangents because there wasn't that much to really, really pick apart. It's a very successful film. It does it. And I think we can benefit from some really focused, guided meditation, guided conversation, something a little more unearthly, something a little more ephemeral. And now it has come that time in the show when we ask questions, ephemeral, ephemeral, Andrew and CJ will break it down. Ephemeral questions, ephemeral questions about Shazam, starring Zach Levi <laughs> and a kid who almost made us cry. Yes, that disabled kid nearly made us cry. I mean, I'm out of words. I don't even know what to do with all of that. Yeah. that. Do you hear what I hear? Yeah, because, you know, in the beginning when they get in the car accident, that's playing. That's, yeah, I know. Do you know what's funny? Um, I famously hate that Christmas song. It's one of two Christmas songs I hate. Are you peeing? No, I was pouring a glass of soda. Oh, but okay. it's good that we clarified for the listeners that I did not record this episode whilst yeah. peeing. Right yeah. after I talked about how I'm in the bathroom all the time. All the time. All the time. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, two Christmas carols I hate. One of them, do you hear what I hear? If you say White Christmas, we're breaking up. It's not. Do you want to know the other one? Yeah. Little Drummer Boy. Pa pum pum. The fuck? Interesting. Little Drummer Boy and, and Do You Hear What I Hear kind of have the same vibe. So it's not surprising I know, I know, that you don't I know. Like I hate them, them for that, too. That they're kind of like they're kind of like the early Mandy Moore to early Jessica Simpson of each other. Yeah, sure. This yeah. movie has uh, the two bad guys that he throws out of the window in the uh, convenience store. They're wrapped in Christmas lights. So this this could be a Christmas movie as well. Should we do it again next Christmas? <laughs> it's March. Okay. Okay. So, okay. Never mind. Uh, what worked for you about this movie, CJ? A lot. A lot did. Um, I, I, you know, the family scenes is really what uh, nailed it for me. Um, Mm -hmm. Just making those people real, making the foster kid situation, not, 
you know, like a terrible uh, Miss Hannigan cliche. Yeah. Uh, Miss Hannigan, that's from Annie. For those of you who may not know, but anybody that's listening to this, you know. Um, Zach Levi and, and Grazer, those kids work. Uh, Darla works, um, you know, Jimin uh, uh, Hinsu. I'm really not sure. Still, all these years, yeah. He's in both Captain Marvel movies. He really is. Good on him. I know, uh, right? Nailing it. But, but he's fantastic. I mean, he's saying all that crazy stuff, but he's such a good actor. Like, it's so he's you know, so, it's so funny. He's really landing reality. jokes. Yeah, but we we don't see him land jokes often. He's often cast in very serious things. Right. He's very right, funny no, in this. It's very funny. I think you know, it's, and this the whole movie is funny. So I would say that what really worked for me again would be the family aspect, uh, the character building, the you know, um, and and again the acting. Mm-hmm. I mean, they all just they all just did such a great job. There's not one. I don't think there's one performance that you can like point and laugh at in this thing. No, no, no. no strong no, no. effort. Yeah. Strong yeah. It's effort. very, very strong. What worked for you? The tone and the chemistry. I really, really feel like the actors in this movie knew what the movie was supposed to be, you know, and they had a whole situation that was set out for them to succeed. So the director really clued them in on what the tone was. He visually nailed it. He sonically nailed it with the score. Uh, all the actors knew what was happening. And they all kind of really collaborated together. It was a very even movie, which is nice for this because the movies of the DC are notoriously jerky. I feel like Man of Steel was even. Batman vs. Superman was even with interference. Joss Whedon's Justice League was a disaster of tone and congruity. Yeah. yeah. Wonder Woman did, and then and then the movie started doing their own things, you know. Yeah, it's interesting they mentioned tone because some of the the critics of this film um, actually were they had problems with the tonal shifts, right? Because Sandberg he's he's lights out, he's Annabelle, like he's a he's a horror film director. Yeah, um, you know, but I thought that he actually balanced the tone uh, between you know the crazy Seven Deadly Sins savanna stuff and the the kooky you know freddie billy stuff excellent it was great so i agree with i you. thought it was yeah. great it was great because I agree with you. because he leaned into both yeah the the seven deadly sins were genuinely threatening savannah was a menace yeah he threw his brother out the window in cold blood chucked him out the window yeah just you know? got rid of him but then you watch uh zach levi with freddie and those training sequences are hysterical and so charming yeah. Even when they fight, it's charming. Totally. Um, and then Freddie totally. and Billy, when trying to get Billy to not be a runaway, is great. I, I just yeah. really liked it. And I think the movie's a big success. And yeah. uh, it's, and it's I great. love the 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 dual MacGuffins, right? The two little black balls that sort of like guide these two characters with the eight ball. Let's get that look off of your face, man. You always take it to a different place. I'm over here trying to produce a PG, if that radio hour you know and you get your mind out the gutter i didn't gutter. say anything yeah but your face said it all anyway the the, the magic eight ball and the, the little compass you know whereas like those are the two sort of guiding lights in these characters yeah it's smart it's smart it's it a smart. good script and it was really well executed good script absolutely uh what didn't work for you well i mean the doctor's arm <laughs> Do you remember you know, what that is? The doctor's arm is just <laughs> something where you look at it and you don't quite know what it is. Uh, no, I wrote down. I know what it is. You know what it is? I know what it is. I know Tell what it is. It's, it's, it's when she touches the door and her arm gets, gets all crispy. Yes. yes. Okay. Right. Yes. Oh, my God. We even talked about that earlier and it didn't ring my bell. <laughs> ring my bell. How come that happened to her? I know. Yeah, they don't. All, exp- the, all the other kids go through. He goes through. Like, why did it happen to her? I can well actually that. Okay. All magic that is not chaos magic comes with a cost. Savannah is not yet magic driven. Therefore, he has to pay a sacrifice to open the door. The sacrifice is the doctor. Okay, so how come the kids can go through later? Because the door is already open. The door is already open and Shazam is magic. He already has the power. Oh, okay. Great. So that that works. Um, The bus crash. (laughs) It's terrible. Yeah. The bus crash gets gets an F (laughs) minus. It gets an F minus. No, I'm I'm there. 
I can believe that the cables are holding the bus on by the, you know, the, um, the, 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 the axle of the, of the, of the bus. Uh, I can believe that when three people fall from the back of the bus to the front of the bus, when it's in its vertical position, that the glass doesn't break. Sure. But yet the bus falls on him and he catches it by the glass. Yeah. And it doesn't break. Yeah. And then with the dog is there, there is nothing but real estate on both sides and behind him to put that bus down. No, yeah. that, that is a giant F minus. <laughs> it's bad. It's bad. But the dog bit is funny. The dog bit is hilarious. I mean, the whole bus <laughs> bit is hilarious. Yeah. You know, the shot after it falls on the mattress, like it's all very yeah. funny. But I think like ignoring the glass there in a movie that is set in the city of Philadelphia in a universe where Metropolis and Gotham exist, it's like setting it like down the turnpike um, to ignore that bit of realism. He's holding it on the on the windshield. That is weird. Yeah, I think that that that's a big that's a big fat no no. Um, What something that usually doesn't work for me in uh, in comic book movies actually they did a delightful job which i would be remiss if we didn't mention is the villain monologue yeah in this movie he starts monologuing he's on the other there's cars trucks i can't hear (laughs) that was really funny and mark strong on the other side of the world like really committing like just going for it just totally going for it and shazam can't hear a word that was really funny so that's something that doesn't that works in something that usually doesn't work so it, there's just so much wonderful about this movie you feel like whenever you break it down a little you want to like build it back up well and and, and, uh, so and that's what happened there yeah and that's the thing that that goes uh back to what, my, what didn't work for me which we we talked we discussed and we kind of well actually in a way away some of it but it, it's uh it's the fact that uh it's not clear how the magic works Right. And that we have to accept that the seven deadly sins have different magic rules. Yeah. And uh, Shazam's magic Shazam. rules. And then we just kind of have to accept that the other five brothers and sisters don't need to work on their powers. They don't need to. They just have it in, in them. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, which, which, okay, it's fine. That bothers me. The yeah. other thing that bothers me was that uh, Zach Levi doesn't talk like Billy. No, they're two different characters. Yeah, and and I wish yeah. they were the same character because they're both charming, but like I don't understand why he becomes a man baby when he turns into Shazam. Yeah. And also he doesn't really have the wisdom of Solomon until the end. No. Like he's an idiot. <laughs> yeah, he's kind of a bonehead the whole time. But you know, it's that it's that lovely big parallel that we have in this film, right? Where like yeah. where Tom Hanks, you know, played that kid essentially, you know. Uh, yeah. And then we have the piano bit in the mall with these two, like the the homage to Big. I mean, this thing really is just like Goonies and Big and Captain it's Marvel, really it's it's really right? fun. But I, I yeah, but I just wish that like Zach was playing Billy because when he turns into Shazam, he becomes dumber. He becomes a little dumber. Billy's actually He's a lot a, more street smart a, than Shazam. Yeah, not a not a person that could hack into the police files to find Rachel Batson. Not at all. Yeah, he really yeah. is like, oh, no. and he kind of looks like that. And, yeah. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, it's kind of my fault, though. Like, it's, it's I weird. think Zach Levi was doing his, you know, his doing his Zach Levi thing. Yeah, um, I, I, there. that's an incongruity. And I think the biggest thing is what didn't work for me is you have these, like, magic plot holes, and you have that, that they're not really the same person. And I think those are two things that could have been avoided because the movie is so much smarter elsewhere. It's interesting, yeah, that it's a, it's a dumb choice in a smart movie. Both of those things could have completely been avoided. Uh, and other, yeah, other details it, I would never have worried about, other details I would never have worried about are handled better. Yeah, but Andrew, if, we, if we've learned anything doing this show, it's like we, you can't win them all. I know, it's true. Nothing's been perfect yet. Um, yeah. Also, like, you know, from the last movie, when you fucking gasped at me into not reading too far into it, like... Yeah, don't worry about it. Now I'm all self-conscious about it. How can Mara play the fucking flute, CJ? How does she know? How does she know? It's like she's the wind in his sails. I haven't let it go yet. That was a horrible thing to say. You don't have to. Okay. The wind in my sails was a horrible thing to say? Terrible, 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 terrible. Okay, great. Well, leave it in the comments, bro. (laughs) Does this movie make your Desert Island top five? It's fucking close, man. It's really close. It's a good movie. Wow. I'd watch it again right now. 
again, I think we have a little bit of an issue with the Desert Island top five. I think that we need to we need to clarify our magic rules. Do you know you've been complaining about the clarity of Desert Island top five since episode number one, and I've never, I know I've never once given it credence. Like I just like <laughs> I've, I've always made you just go with it, but every time yeah. you tell me to go with it, I push back. All right, there it is. Which is and fucking that's, that's my incongruity. I think that's what keeps people coming back, honestly. Um, yeah, let's let's put it let's let's call it a Desert Island top five kind of movie. Like it's 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 all the best things of one crazy summer and the Goonies and Big. It's like an eighties, you know, comic romp. It's a romp. It's, um, a, total it's a romp. romp. Yeah, like I'll take it. I'll have it. I'll, t- I think I'll it'd be good to have top five. Yeah, I mean, it's it'll, definitely something I'd want to watch again on like a Saturday afternoon. I, yeah, sure. It'll keep you warm on a lonely night. No question. Very good movie. Very fun. Yeah. yeah. You? Uh, no, doesn't make my desert in top five, but I like it. Strong entry. Yeah, it's a strong entry. The, my thing is like you, you know, the kind of movies I usually like go back to. Yeah. And like it's a little. I like my superheroes a certain way. Yeah, sure. It's goofy. You know, and it's a little goofy. And if I'm going to go for a goofy movie, I, I got other goofy movies I'm bringing on the island with me. Ragnarok. Exactly. And that's a su- goofy superhero movie that's even more successful in a lot of ways. Yeah. And far no less plot holes and has Jeff Goldblum. Right. You know, so yeah. those are my things. Uh, all right. You ready? Bonus question. Bonus question. Tell me your awkward sequel pitch. <laughs> Okay, so uh, Shazam loses the power to go back to Billy and decides that he's going to like try to live like a normal life. Okay. And he goes on all of these dates that are just terrible. Mm-hmm. Right? And so it's Shazam, the first date. Oh, that, that's it? That's the movie? Shazam! <laughs> well, I'll give it to you. That certainly was an awkward sequel pitch. I should have yeah. clarified. I didn't mean to pitch me a sequel awkwardly. I meant to pitch me a sequel that was an awkward sequel. Oh, I'm sorry. I misunderstood the rules, and that's why I failed. <laughs> Do you want to try again? No, I'm good. Thank okay. you. <laughs> I'm ready you, for your pitch. Are you, okay, yeah. I, was, I was waiting. I, was, I, I like left the room open for you to tell me, ask me. But... Yeah. No, I'm good. Go ahead. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, awkward sequel pitch for Shazam. Billy and Mary with the weird stepbrother Brady Bunch love story. Ooh, that's right? cringy. Yeah, it's really gross. She's like way yeah. too old for him. Also, their brother and sister. Yeah, well, so were Jan and Peter. Yeah weird yeah strange awkward seriously we should never do this topic again no it looked good on paper though <laughs> yeah and you had time to prepare yeah i know i know i always know the bonus question um, uh, oh boy you know it's part part of uh, you know the, the rights of having the zoom account and yeah the the perks of being the host well there's that too yeah it's yeah. really just the zoom account right 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 because i'm the star Always in my world, absolutely, CJ. <laughs> <laughs> Special award. You're gonna love this, I think. I'm ready for it. David Sandberg's Shazam gets the yeah, so what award for giving us a differently abled kid and not touching it at all after introducing the fact that he's differently abled. Complete not issue. Not Wait, issue. Complete non like, issue. Yeah, I'm disabled and I, I'm a foster kid. I've got it all. Yeah. And then he like throws a little Game of Thrones in there. He's like, yeah, push me down the stairs. It's real Game of Thrones around here, you know. Uh, and then after that, he's just another a character in the movie, right? Yeah. Who's like, who's ostracized, not because he's differently abled, but because he's People kind of a weirdo. Yeah. 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 So the, yeah, so what award? Well done by the filmmakers for doing that the way that they did. Do you know what's funny? I watched this whole movie and I was like, I would have been sitting at lunch with that kid. That kid's fucking cool. Oh yeah, that's my that's my guy. Freddie's great, and that, yeah. and he's such a good actor too. Like the character's oh. great, the actor's great. No I love him so much. No question. Um, my special award for Shazam is the I meant to do that award. Oh okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because this movie has a threatening villain. 
a compelling backstory for both your hero and your villain, good CGI fight sequences, a good sense of humor, some heartwarming moments, and some very well executed action sequences. And WB fed it to us like they've always been giving us that. <laughs> so they get the I meant to do that because as soon as as soon as Shazam came out, they were like, the DCEU is a success. I was like, one out of five, like th that's your first good movie in four years. Like Yeah. Yeah, since the first one. Yeah, like even though you know how I feel oh, about BVS and Wonder Woman was good. good. Yeah, yeah. No, it's just like it's just yeah. the missteps are bad. Because you, yeah. you got the one two punch of Justice League and Suicide Squad, which really, really don't nail it. And, and then like Aquaman, <laughs> and then Aquaman, which is Aquaman. A, a disaster. Oh, I liked it. Oh, and then this, and they're like, <laughs> we did it! It was like, this, with this movie, this movie, Shazam! it was the equivalent of George W. Bush's Mission Accomplished banner. Like, oh boy. they're just yeah. like, we're nailing it! I was like, no guys, no, I'm not fooled. I like the movie though, but there's some work to do. Fool me once, shame on. Fool me twice, <laughs> Shit. I don't you, know. You won't get fooled again. You won't you, get fooled again. You won't. You won't. Yeah. All right, CJ. Well, I mean, I feel like we're both in agreement that you like the movie. I like the movie. It deserves some very special awards. It honestly deserved a better bonus question than I gave it this week. But you know, no, listen. You you tried. You I tried your, something. I tried you, it. Yeah. You like did a question that was sort of in the vein of the movie. Like there's there's some awkwardness in the movie. Yeah. Right. With like the kid becoming an adult and blah blah it's a, blah blah. It's blah, a whole blah, thing. But, it's a whole thing. Yeah. No, I you don't you don't beat yourself up about that. CJ, I really appreciate the support in this moment. My time of need. Yeah. I mean, what you should be beating yourself up is giving a shitty answer when you knew the question. Uh, wow. <laughs> I mean, I wow, thought the wow, I thought the answer wow. was good. <laughs> I thought the answer. Wow. Upside down. Mom. What? <laughs> Tony Horton. <laughs> Tony, Here we go. Tony Horton says some of the weirdest things during workouts. It's amazing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, talk about awkward. Jesus, yeah, legit. Uh, I just I want to look that good at fifty five though. My goodness, don't know what he's doing. Looks fantastic. Yeah. Looks amazing. Well, he's he's forty five in the videos. Oh, but he he keeps that up well into his fifties. He looks yeah. incredible. Yeah, I just like food too much. Yeah, that's real. You know. I mean, I've been working out like every day for a year and like I still have my belly. Yeah, but food. we've seen we but we've seen some like major changes, man. You look incredible. Oh, stop. Keep going. <laughs> uh, well, we're up to our last ephemeral question. Okay. Okay. And is this movie an icon or a Y-Con? Dude, it's a freaking icon, man. It fits the bill. It checks the boxes. It has it, it, it. It's something that will live on. Zach Levi is now Shazam, right? Like, who's Superman? Is it Christopher? Is it Henry? Who's Batman? Is it Bruce? I'm assuming. Is it Michael? Is it Ben? Who's Wonder Woman? Is it Gal or is it Linda? Shazam is Zach. Yeah, well, you know, he has the benefit of it's the only time they've done it. You know, no, it's been done a lot of times. There were serials. Cinematically, like a, in a major. Oh, like a movie. Sure. Yeah. Fine. But you can say the same thing for Wonder Woman. And there, that's a debate between Gal and Linda. It's not a debate between Gal and Linda. Oh, wait. Is it? Is it? Who is uh, yours? I, I, you I think mean, it's it, Gal? It's Gal. No, it's not Gal. It's Linda. Wait, wait. What? How did this not come up last time? It's Gal. Gal's it's Wonder Linda. Woman. It's Linda. Linda Carter is a '70s Wonder Woman. Linda, she's Wonder Woman with the with the with the funk Linda. band. Linda, she's Wonder Woman with Deborah Winger as her younger sister, Wonder Girl. Linda, we're just not going to agree on this. We're going to have to revisit this, I think, yeah. and we will get to when we do Wonder Woman 1984. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were you even uh, born then? I was one year old. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly one year old because I was born January. You know, what I used to, you know what I used to get confused was twelve months old and one year old. Uh, they're the same thing. They're the same thing. Yeah, yeah. But I th what I think what used to happen to me in my brain was that because eighteen months was something that people kicked around. Oh yeah, yeah. This yeah. is how stupid I was. Still am a little bit. I used to think that you got to eighteen months 
and then you were a year old. <laughs> <laughs> How old were you when you thought that? Like, Don't say 20. Okay, I won't say last week. <laughs> I kid, I kid, I kid. Good. Um, so I would say that I agree with you that this film is an icon. Oh, right. You, you have to answer the question. Yeah, I have to answer. We just, hard tangent, just, hard tangent. Not just all about questions. me and Linda. Yeah, and Linda. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's great. It's great. It, it's a really good first cinematic outing for the character. It's a really, really good turn for Zach Levi. The guy from Chuck is now Shazam. You know what I mean? Yeah. And right. I loved Chuck. Who doesn't love Chuck? Chuck was a very fun show. Very fun show. It's very, very cool. Um, yeah, no, it's totally an icon. I think it's great. Yeah, and, no and I'm happy we dug into it. And I, and I feel like with the, I feel like we're on a good upswing because at the end of the week. Oh wow! 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 Now we can talk about this. Okay. So wow! 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 This Friday. Not Friday. Thursday. This Thursday. March 18th. March 18th. Yeah, which is the anniversary of my father's death. But. Wow. I'm sorry. Wow, wow, wow. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> Yeah. So this Thursday, the Snyder Cut comes out. And I'm, I'm so excited about this. This Thursday, the Snyder Cut comes out. Exciting. Thursday, we, get to, we get a do-over, Andrew. We get a do-over. We get a freaking do-over. Yeah. Mistakes were made. Okay. Yeah. We're gonna the the the, the 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 they're about to be remedied. We hope. We think. We assume. we hope. We hope. I, I I read on our break. I read a couple of early reviews, and they are positive. I mean, Jared Leto's in it, brah. Yeah, we're gonna I, we're gonna get the flashback or we're flash gonna, forward. the nightmare. I mean, it's a flash forward. It's it's like we're gonna get the answers. We're gonna get the movie. We're gonna see why Flash had a mustache and ran back in time to talk to Bruce. I just I can't. Like, and we're going to see probably maybe evil Superman, like dark side, dark side, dark side, dark side. Yeah. A a complete redesign of Steppenwolf. What's interesting is that we're going to see, because the bones of what Joss Whedon photographed share a lot in common. So we're going to see some scenes that were reshot and dialogue rewritten. So we're going to see some similar beats, some similar fight sequences, similar locations. But, but the whole thing is probably going to be different. Oh, yeah. So remember, I, I, I got corrected by one of our listeners, my dear friend Christopher Henry. Who oh, is I love a, Christopher Henry. Christopher Henry is wonderful. Instant um, classic. Oh, he's fantastic. And he, incidentally, will be our guest for the Snyder Cut. You stop it. Yes. That is wow. our special guest for the Snyder Cut. So uh, wait, is, we have what? But we have two. Aren't they both coming back? No. Or is it no, just no, Christopher? No. Just Christopher for Snyder Oh, Christopher Cut. all yes. to ourselves. Okay. Yeah, yeah, great. yeah. I want oh, to. And then Emma's coming back for 84. For 84, yeah. Because I want to do not what DC did. I want to not start with the team up. I want to introduce the individual <laughs> characters first and work towards the team up. I love so it. I love Christopher it. Henry, my dear friend, actually corrected me because he noticed that I said that that shot of Wonder Woman on the statue had to be Joss's because it looks terrible. And he sent me screenshots being like, that was Zach's shot. Okay. But, but, but it was but. completely recolored and the skyline in the background was completely changed. Wow. wow so, wow, wow. It, so it does look different. So I was like, okay, so it just got completely adulterated. So we're going to see some things like that. Things that were part of the initial photography. Apparently uh, Fabian Wagner, the original DP said it's about 10%. Uh, okay. 10% of his photography went into Joss Whedon's Justice League. So we will see some shots that we've seen before, but they will not be recolored and redone. The backgrounds were changed. I think he wholly put people in different locations at times. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to ask ask you to stop and save it for the clean feed. Okay. Okay. I'm just so excited, CJ. I can tell. I can tell. And I'm excited as well, but we don't want to, um, you know, we don't want to, Blah, I'm not going to say that. Yeah, we can't say that? It. I'm going to let you say it. Okay. I'm going to let you say it. Why? I don't know. I'm just in <laughs> okay. a PG mood today. I just watched 
Shazam! It's a kids movie. It's a Christmas oh. classic. Like I I'm know. trying to, you know, I'm trying and to drop like the tone 64 here. F's during the whole podcast. You're fine. You're fine. But listen, yeah. we will we will delve into all things Snyder Cut. I know you're excited. I know everybody out there that's listening is super super pumped. May have see, seen it already by the time they listen to this episode. See, sure, we might have to make it two episodes. We might have to make it two episodes. If if we do, we do, and yeah. we will. I don't know if it. I can squeeze all four hours into the one hour. I don't know if I can. I know, but right now you're trying to squeeze Snyder Cut into our episode of Shazam. You're so right. I'm you're right. Ask you again. Okay. To stop. Okay. I'm really glad we did this. Me too. For Icon or Ycon, I'm CJ LaRoche. And I'm Andrew David Sotomayor. And we'll see you next time. Next time. <laughs>